0: You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events. It's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane, and Melissa Howie.
1: Today in the Green Room, we're joined by Brooke Blurton, who became a reality TV star after she shocked audiences and walked out on the honey badger in the 2018 season of The Bachelor. Brooke is a mental health activist and an ambassador for suicide prevention charity Are You OK? She's honest, authentic, and outspoken, and is here today to talk to us about being an influencer in the event space and how life's changed since making her television debut. Welcome, the lovely Brooke. Thanks Welcome, Thanks having me in How's the green exciting. room. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Um, okay, so <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be an intro, so <laughs> I might kind of what what else do people want to know about me? We want to know um, the things that people don't know. Oh. Yes. Um, Something juicy. Oh, God. So, name's Brooke and uh, I have, my mum is Malaysian Aboriginal and my dad is... What we call Wodjla, so (laughs) what? British, um. So I'm a bit of a mix. Um, people, yeah, do best know me for the Bachelor and what happened on the show. Controversial, um, but I'm a bit of a, I guess, a bit of a nerd. Behind. We oh, love that here. Oh. You're talking yeah. my language, girl. Nerd yeah. alert. <laughs> 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 um, lucky you're in that corner.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we can be yeah. with
2: you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love to read. So I've, I'm a Harry Potter? <laughs> Harry Potter, look, I got forced to read it when I was younger, but didn't get into it. Sorry. <gasps> I'm so sorry. You're not a true nerd then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Stargate? <laughs> I have watched it. Yeah, oh, oh, all right, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on waves <laughs> with this. Um, yeah, I just love fitness, sport, um, have played sport all my life. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> so no, yeah, you, you guys not. asked me no. to come on the podcast, I was like, um, I'm not too sure what I'll talk about. But <laughs> thanks for having me.
3: Me, 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 me,
2: me, 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 me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I guess we'll get straight into it then. How has your life changed since you're on The Bachelor?
2: Um, hugely, uh, obviously it's, um, exposed me. I think I was really, um, surprised, I guess, at the response from Australia with the whole show. Um, going into that experience, I definitely didn't think that I would last. I actually said to my friend, look, I'll be out in the first week, so I'll see you next week. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, got to the end and she was like, I knew you would go to hometowns. Um, uh-huh. and yeah, so that was a bit of a surprise. Um, What's it experience. like? When, w- what were you
3: doing when you were when you got accepted onto there? What was were you working full time? And you had to give up the job, or what were you, were you studying, or what was?
2: Pretty much, I was working as a youth worker for the city of Gosnell, so um, local government, and getting paid to skate around at skate parks with kids, which is pretty sick. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of having some really bad luck with some guys, and I was like, this is horrific. And then my housemate at the time um after a couple of lines where we she was applying for the show and then told me like hey you should too and I was like mm. <laughs> not too sure I thought if I applied I definitely wouldn't have a chance uh, I was 23 I was young like then I didn't think that would select me and then yeah all of a sudden I'm at the audition and then um, what about you show, she didn't get selected <laughs> Oh, I know and Support I crew. yeah and then I was Pretty much on the plane all the way to Sydney and then on the bus to the, the Bache mansion, as they Ooh. call it. <laughs> and what's
3: it like in real life? Is it it so I've heard that they keep you awake all night, they plaster you ply you with alcohol till you're plastered. <laughs> and um and that they only film at night. Is that true? Can um, you can you reveal these things?
2: Yeah, I'm not under any contract anymore, so yeah, I, I'm pretty honest, as you guys know, I'm super um <laughs> Well, they say controversial, but I'm just honest and it's tell so the authentic. truth. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so basically the house is beautiful, um but I've seen before pics of the house and I think it was more incredible back th- before they actually just bombarded it with fake flowers and um <laughs> oh, all these fake. What? All the flowers, yeah, and they light over hundreds of candles every cocktail party. Wow. So, um yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool environment, must I say, like when we're not filming, it's just chill, you hang out with the girls, you do exercise, you hang out at the pool. Like it's it's pretty chill but on camera days you're up at ridiculous hours of the morning and then you're filming like pretty late at night and if that's a, a what do they call a cocktail party or a rose ceremony, yeah, those things go for ages. Um, the worst thing <laughs> is those cocktail p- uh, the rose ceremonies when you're standing there and they s- sort of play it as if he is um, <coughs> calling the names out. Pretty quickly. quickly, yeah. No, 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 no. Like he has to make you wait, and you're. They kind of get that they're sort of emphasizing on the your the facial because yeah, you're that's just when like, they get all those shots. Oh my god, yeah. You're like <laughs> my feet hurt. I'm so, so tired. Much. Yeah, and your eyes are like bloodshot because you've been up bloody all night so yeah that's where they get the real dramatic looks and um the feel to it and they do those
3: voiceovers of what they're thinking in their minds in a monologue Tam. yeah (laughs) Yeah. in a a monologue that's fine
2: yeah so those interviews go for a couple of hours could be um and that's pretty much in a little sea container and oh, yeah. it's all decked out and you're sitting in front of a camera in an interview. Yeah, they basically go over the sequence of what's happened yesterday and today and they ask you questions and for you to comment on about it. So it's a bit, it's all pretty chaotic um, and life has definitely changed from that. Um, a great experience, I guess, exposure to um, production and TV and media and all that sort of jazz but um yeah it's a bit been behind, behind the
3: scenes finding out how it all actually works yeah to get one minute of footage
2: yeah you're filming for the whole day and then they show 15 minutes and you're like <laughs> <"Ooh."> <laughs> <laughs> and then you think oh my god I did I said some really good things and then Please they play play that, show yeah.
0: <laughs> some really good jokes and you're like damn it <laughs> I read an article um recently actually where you said you wouldn't recommend going on The Bachelor to anyone else and that if you're not clear on what character they're going to going to cast you as up front, don't go on. Did you know how they were going to portray you before you went on the show?
2: I was a little bit – I guess at the start I was confused. Um, I thought – Basically, bef- the prior to the show, you do your medical and all that sort of um, stuff, and then you go and oh, actually, you're on the phone conversation or we do a Skype call with the psychologist, and you sort of go into depth about life, and you wow. kind of talk about, um, you know, what made, what led you to apply for the show, like let's, you know, talk about that sort of stuff, and you've never met this person, and me being honest I was like, oh, I don't know, like <laughs> <laughs> this happened, oh yeah, and then, you know, and I was completely raw with the conversation um then I got to the show and they really <laughs> they wanted me to rock up with a football and a rugby ball and I thought okay well this is cool I'm going to be probably the sporty chick mm-hmm. I was like I could deal with that um that's pretty much me um and then you go down the line and the, and the first dates and the second dates you they're kind of pushing conversations to pretty much about your past like you know He's asking some pretty deep questions <laughs> on a first date. You would never really <laughs> yeah. go there. Like, yeah. let's be honest. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Um, I'm pretty honest. Yeah. You've asked. I'll tell you. And, um, yeah, so that sort of down the line I kind of realised that they were, um, I guess, oh, God, that sort of opening up my childhood um, experiences that I've been through and, and stuff like that, um, which hasn't got a very positive – um feel to it it is quite traumatic and I was really concerned that I would be this this sad case story and I kind of said I'm not saying anything more like I'm, I'm done mm-hmm. <laughs> like as in you can't get any more out of me than you already have um yeah and then I, I kind of realized that the thing is you get so wrapped up in that environment you're like oh this guy's great for me you know he's he's all be an end all and you um, then you start to think that you were put on this show and you he was put on this show for you guys to be happy ever happy ever after and don't get me wrong I, I did I'm pretty um, I did get wrap in, wrapped up in that environment in a way that I thought he was yeah I thought I was gonna be the girl at the end um, until he actually told me that he wasn't gonna pick anyone so yeah
3: what is it like to go from being? You know, nobody, just, <laughs> just, Or just being someone just walking down the street yeah. and nobody, I mean, obviously they look at you because you're gorgeous, yeah. but other than that, you know, unrecognisable to being recognized everywhere
2: and, and having media hassle you. Yeah, it's crazy because I had no experience with media and I think I've become a little bit more tough in ways because I was so naive to it and I was was honest and transparent and you know, that got me into a little bit of strife, I guess, because... Um, Know, I'm like, oh, they've got good intentions Like, I'm happy. But They're on my side. Yeah, <laughs> and this is what you think. And then, yeah, there's an article written about you. You're like, oh, fire out. They took one thing. And yeah, that was a bit of a But I guess the whole thing is that my life is just done. Just done. Just done. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your life isn't done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get my words out. But just done like a complete 180 in a good way as well. In a great way, actually, sorry. I shouldn't sound um, unappreciative. But so much exposure to so many different opportunities. And I think that's what I'm super grateful for. for Like, you know, the opportunities to to go to these events. And, um, you know, a little girl yesterday actually sent me a little video saying how much she loved me from The Bachelor. And she cried that I left. And, you know, those things are just the most, uh, like, just like my my heart melt. And sort of they make it, I guess, more event experience
1: um you know you kind of forget about all the bad
2: stuff there wasn't that much bad stuff to be honest
1: but great so the positive outweighs the negative that's exactly what i was trying to get to i was like great paraphrasing thank you i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah
0: so i could i want to know more i could talk about bachelor goss all day but if we're bringing it back to events you must get invited to a lot now you're definitely a Personality, which is the word we hate here. It's
2: A-lister.
3: Let's yeah. go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Did Did you influencer? say personality?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. sad, I I I, isn't it?
2: I, I actually hate the word influencer because I feel, you know, I contrast what, what my life was before before the bachelor and then after as well and I kind of think you know I was an influence in my own way like a day-to-day working with young youth I'm influencing them right in the right direction down the right path um, all that sort of stuff so I feel like I've always been an influencer but when you then go on the show and they become this social influencer I'm like I'm not influencing sh- like crap <laughs> um, and that becomes an automatic thing that this happens Um, I have a a huge social platform which I'm so appreciative of I guess because you know I had such a positive response from Australia Um, and you know I didn't know what to do with it at first I was like oh my god I have this like following and people were watching you like uh, I don't know how many I had at the time but you know hundreds of thousands of people are watching what you do online every day and that's a scary thing yeah understandable nobody to to somebody and you're like well my life is kind of boring like (laughs) I do the same thing I play sport every you know
3: Except um, that you can take the way that you were an influencer before yeah. the fame mm. and, use, and use that platform to still get those messages out and I think yeah. you're doing that in a beautiful way. I mean, even the way that you wear that t-shirt with the Aboriginal flag on it all the time is yeah. fantastic and you you said that you wore that all the time anyway, so it's yeah. not a, exactly a political statement, but it's it's definitely you've got that platform now to go.
2: We're here, and that's exactly. it Do you know there was a moment that I realized how powerful this this platform was was when I um I guess because you have this you open yourself up to the world right to Australia, but it opens up also to people have an opinion on you mm. and uh, they can message you at any time and have an opinion on you at opinion on you at any time um and. You choose to not to see, or you choose to see it, and a couple of messages were kind of, you know, questioning my cultural identity, which I get quite frustrated about. Um, You know, I'm I'm a mixed race. My mum's Aboriginal Malaysian. I, you know, have some different qualities, but I hate when people question how how much. Aboriginal, I am, or what part I am, and that just frustrates me. And I posted this video about it, and it, it went viral. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, the power of the internet is insane! And then I realized, I can't believe that I've got this social platform, I haven't been really using it, but I now realize how powerful it is. So I want to use it in that way, and that's why um, I only jump on campaigns or campaigns. <laughs> Kathy <Sorry. laughs> and Kim. Yeah. Or, um, you try. know, I try to do campaigns or um, or go to events that really just fit into my values or a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, that's that that point when that video went viral and it was spread around. And then reading the comments, like how many people experienced the same thing as me, um, that was crazy. And I think I. Just didn't want it to waste this opportunity. I had this social platform. I was going to use it the best of my ability, shall I say. Um, and yeah, so being an UK ambassador and um, doing the Spec Savers and Fred Hollow's Foundation, they're really important causes um, that I want to spread and educate people on. So, yeah.
3: So right. if you want to get Brooke to an event, go with something that
2: means something. <laughs> so so it has to be a great cause. It doesn't <laughs> need to be
3: the fluff and bubble. It's about
2: yeah, yeah, I've been to some really great events as well, like, and you know, on top of um, – and things that, you know, they don't really necessarily have a cause behind them, but they're just loads of fun and I've loved it. And I, I guess beforehand when I was working full-time, it was really hard to get to these events, so I just had to sort of pick things that were – that stood out to me and that were, I guess, um, things that I was like, oh, well, that would be a load of fun or – um there'll be the similar people that are on the same page as me. Um, do you yeah. have to have a, um, a great level of
3: trust of, you know, people who are inviting you and trusting what they want you in the room for and what they're going to do with your images or why they want you there? Do you yeah. have to analyse that sort of thing? So I imagine your inbox, inbox is pretty full of invitations. Inbox. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I, luckily I actually have management. So anything that I have interest in. Um, I send to him and he sort of sorts it out for me if it's it's a, if it's a media obligation sort of thing. Otherwise, I just go back, to, you know, if I like the event and, you know, if, and it's been passed on by a friend or someone that I know, I might, I'm always trying to make the time to get there. But trust is a huge thing. Um, yeah, I sometimes have been to a couple of events and it, it sort of just – yeah, I don't know. You just don't really get this eerie feeling and you're kind of like, oh, well, like why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> like, not that I want to be a big deal. Like, I'm happy to sit in the corner and be nobody. Like, <laughs> that's what I was pretty much like, you know, up and up until this um, experience. But, um, yeah, you kind of just, you know, people just want you there because so of your you numbers. Kind of like, using you for your social media yeah,
1: by having you there, their event will get exposure.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... That's fine, but I'm like, well, it doesn't create that relationship and I probably won't go to any event that they will put out again. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel an obligation if you go to an event that you need to post about it? Half and half. Um, if they haven't put it out there that – you know, we would love you to do or whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll choose that when I get there if it, it you know. Um, so if it resonates with I you. I probably sound so
3: snobby. I'm sorry. No, not at all. <laughs> and that's really good. I mean, all our listeners are people that are throwing events. So if they want yeah, to invite somebody sorry. who's um, – no, that's perfect advice for them because if they want to invite someone with a profile, then they need to know, okay, I might need to be quite direct – I would love you to come and I would love you to post and this is our purpose or this is our cause or, you know, or it's just a party and we'd love to have you in the room, would you do a post? And if they don't ask, then they're not going to get an answer and if they don't, if they do a shit job, then they're probably yeah. not going to get a post either. Yeah. But if it really resonates with you and you're having a great time, then it's up yeah. to you on the night, how are you feeling?
2: Definitely. I definitely think that it's like a connection with that that event holder or whoever's running the event as well because – you know, if they're cold or like, hey, just post this, da-da-da. Not and, very personal. You know, one-time's post, one time story or something like that. And it just seems very cold and like standard. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, mm, okay. Whereas it's, if it's someone who, you know, you email back and they're and it's like a last minute thing and they call you and they're like, hey, like, you know, I got you last minute, um, but
1: we'd love to have you, da-da-da-da. They're making that personal, you know, they're breaking down that like, I don't know, thread (laughs) make it like less clinical and like you're an actual person that they want you to come to their event not just you're just another number yeah yeah just sending you like one post one story thanks
3: yeah we did a podcast recently on um the legalities and contracts around having people with a profile i'm not going to use the word influencer (laughs) 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 um attend events do you do a lot of them come through your manager or directly to you with people saying uh we'd like you to." To appear, we're going to pay you X, Y, and Z. We need you to do yada, 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 and have the post stay up for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Is that how most things come through for you?
2: Yeah. So uh, if it's a bit of a big one, so like, I guess, um, what one did I do recently? Uh, oh, there was two events. So one was basically like they were going to fly me to Sydney and I was going to MC an event, da, 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 and that came up a couple of days before it was actually going to be on. Was that uh, the awards? Um, no, it was this – it was kind of this sort of tacky event. <laughs> 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 I don't want to say it. Two other batches actually got involved, two batches, that I'm not really familiar – like, they're only alike, but um, – and I – my manager sent it and he said, you know, these are obligations that are done. I was like reading. I'm like, it just it seems crap. Like they've let me know three days before yeah. I have to fly out. Like, no. <laughs> um, but, And then, you know, are you okay? Actually came to me and, and they were like, you know, sorry, it's so last minute. I da, 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 had that relationship with them. But they had no obligations of posting or anything like that. But obviously because it's a cause and it's much more um, about something that's important to me. But most of the contracts – um, and things that my manager sorts. they, yeah, they state the, the obligations. Um, like the, the posts have to be up six months or, or to a year or something like that. Um, and then, you know, they give you dates of when to post and you have to send content to them. They have to approve it. It's really back and forth. It's actually a lot of work. And if you do it full time, which I really I don't, and that's why I sort of pick and select the campaigns that I do just because of time and, and um, schedules. But,
0: yeah, that's it's a lot of
2: time. And I don't take good photos. <laughs>
0: like, some you of can't photos take a bad I
2: photo. I told you this. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> Are you mean of other stuff or of you?
2: Oh, just – Without coming across it. Because you are
0: super photogenic. (laughs) I'm
2: going to have a big head when I leave here. (laughs) Um, As big as your um,
1: bun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Brooke's got this awesome. The cute little top knot. Yeah. 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 It's because I'm lazy. (laughs) I'm But,
2: you know, when you do like campaigns. I guess – I'm doing one which, which is really fun I love homewares. Actually, that's a really unusual fact about me. I love homewares. Well, we, so we, do I. I'm
0: building a house. Do you want to come shopping with me?
2: Oh, <laughs> please. Like, it's – I just – yeah, i am rather go – instead of going to a makeup store or whatever, I would prefer to go to home where it's like a day's or something like that. Oh, so, Yeah, Yeah, we love it. <laughs> yeah. So Decorating. I jumped on board this campaign with Fantastic Furniture and I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, we're going to send you a couch. I was like, yeah. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> and like other, you know, Instagram influencers are like, oh, it's just a couch,
1: babe. Like, <laughs> Couches are expensive, man.
2: I know. So I was like, I'm going to get this couch. But then I'm gonna have to like post about it. I'm like, what do I what say? Are gonna, what are we gonna do? Like sit on it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, how exciting! But um, yeah, it's true. trying to create that content because you you know they have a particular um you know they state what they want and you know to, and the, the, you the brand voice
1: and stuff as well like how you write it. And
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I look to be honest, the the contract obligations and all that sort of stuff into so the jazz. And if they keep it simple for you, it's better. It's when you're, you get to do, you know. You're not just
1: standing there. Yes. yes. Awkward.
2: Because actually I I have huge anxiety about meeting new people. I get to these events. I'm like, mm, like I choke up and I'm like, okay, I can't talk to anyone. But when I actually get comfortable with it, I'm fine. But going to the event and getting the event is the hardest thing. Um, so when you're doing stuff. So I went to the Holy Moly opening, which was amazing. And, you you know, you're. Drive and get a cocktail and you get Super to go bowling. Fun. And I was like, this is sick. <laughs> That's probably like my most fun. When you're doing something, it takes that obligation away. You just do it naturally. It's it's fun and you, you know,
1: you're with the girls, interacting like, quite naturally as well with other people. Yeah, so. note
3: to all event managers always have some sort of sporting activity, really, for <laughs> Brooke And yeah. when She's she arrives at your event, <laughs>
1: Sport,
2: she'll yeah. feel relaxed. Some, something, <laughs> yeah. And I, I guess I love, um.
1: Photo walls. <laughs> oh, we all love photo because walls. Yeah. you get
2: it done. You're there, and mm-hmm. it's it's great. Um, and you can kind of enjoy the rest of your night. So, and then you and you're
3: automatically showing their brand. So tick, yeah. tick, tick. Yeah.
0: Perfect. That probably leads on to our next question. Actually, if you're not at an event with any official obligations, you're just attending as a guest. What makes you want to share an event on Instagram?
2: Um, like probably doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. The more fun, the better. And I I actually really like going to events that have no obligation, like if I'm being honest, because it kind of takes that anxiety away of like, okay, I've got to get a really good photo. And I'm terrible at taking photos, like I said before. So yeah, you put so much, um, you know, work into it. Um, so yeah, no obligation is perfect because then you just naturally like, I don't know, you can let those walls down, have fun and, um, and it makes it much more enjoyable experience without having like in the back of your head, oh, I need to post this, I need to do this. How yeah. did you go
3: being the MC- – were you MC or you presented one award for um, – Which oh, one? <laughs> NAIDOC, NAIDOC <laughs> week, Na Week. Sydney didn't you do
2: oh yeah um the national NADOC ball yes yeah yeah so were you I am saying that night or? I presented an award the sports award <laughs> classic <Nice. laughs> yeah you this, come out with this, balls yeah well <laughs> no I came out better with deadly ninja warrior who was wearing nothing
3: but oh
1: yes jocks. that's right oh, yeah, yeah. him. <laughs> oh my god he's, he's hilarious
2: so yeah <laughs> he was great it looked like fun it was good and I kind of got chucked – you know, that was a last-minute thing. Again, you know, most of these things are just kind of like a couple of days out and you're like, well, you know, luckily I'm in this position now that I don't work full-time because normally I would just be like, look, I can't. Like, it's it's sorry but, um, you know, you've got to give me some notice. Um, so, yeah, that was the last-minute thing. I was like, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. It's something that I've always wanted to do and it was in Canberra and it was so much fun. The people that I got to meet – Lane Crompton and she was an MC and she was hilarious. Like yeah. I just can't believe I met her and I met Ken Wyatt. I like, know that's not really exciting, but <laughs> you know, like some really I appreciate politicians. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> some really you know high up people and you kind of you know you're at the table with them. You're like this is sick. So, True influences, but um yeah, the you know you're surrounded. this because it's NADOC, You're surrounded by influential Aboriginal people and, um, yeah, that was just incredible and, you know, I hadn't emceed or presented an award before so that was an experience. I kind of just had to, you know, you, you get, what do you call those things? auto queue That's mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, that was a first for me, <laughs> reading off and, and then just presenting it and being on stage with in, hundreds, in front of hundreds of people. That was bloody scary.
0: <laughs> Are the awards televised?
2: Yeah. Yep. All over. Um, I think it was maybe like on ABC, um, and ITV. So yeah, it's pretty cool. crazy. We watched it. That's how I
3: saw it. I want to talk to you about Aboriginal because my kids are Aboriginal, obviously, and but I'm I've got I'm Kenyan, and my mum's English, and Troy's got, um, Chinese, Aboriginal, and English in him. Yeah, and that whole
2: where you identify and the questions that people ask. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> that's I actually have this idea of, like, interviewing young people about mm. what they, um, you know, what, how can they restore their identity or, like, if they feel like that. Like, people that are, you know, curious about it or have lost that part of their life, I guess, because, you know, they may have been in foster homes or mm. um, in care or whatever. So they don't have that identity. They don't have that, that strong, like, I guess they're not strong with it, if that makes sense. So I want to do a little thing about that. I, I think it'd be great. Yeah, really cool. well, <laughs> I have so many ideas, it's just <laughs> putting them into <laughs> to practice.
0: Well, yeah. Annie, you want our help on at Youth Focus, we're all keen. Yeah, yeah. all Thank young you. people, we we produce a lot of video content. Do you so know they both work for Youth Focus? Yeah, we've about, had that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brooke used to work for one of our Headspace centres Ah, oh, Space cool. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's anyway. actually how
2: I got into mental health. Yeah, really? really.
0: Yeah. I went through...
2: Worked for a mining company, got made redundant actually because the iron ore price was dropping, so mm. got made redundant and then um, applied for a couple of jobs and Ingrid actually messaged me about the Headspace one and then all of a sudden um, I was only working as an administration assistant but I think because I showed such interest in community engagement, they kind of like pushed, I was like half and half. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of got out to the communities and um, showing like Headspace in the world um. A world of mental health. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's kind of where it came from. Moved over to Sydney actually after that. It was really exciting. Cool. And then moved back soon after because <laughs> I was homesick. And I was like, I can't deal with Sydney. I spent half my life in traffic. It was oh terrible. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah.
0: So tell us about the most amazing Insta-worthy event that you've attended.
2: Uh, A little la, la. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think – my first event that I'd ever gone to from the show, like just pretty much after it aired, was a chic event, and that was pretty Sneak cool. in my language, girl. Yeah, I love chic. Um, and they had this giant horse. What? Yeah, and you could. It was uh, made really? out of um like foam, and it was created actually for the event. And they had some issues with getting it transported. It lost its tail or oh. something <laughs> in the, in the that process. That could have gone anywhere. Yeah, I was like. Oh, <laughs> Um, yeah, but the whole event was great. It had a photo wall and it had like this glow light and then, you know, like just the food and the decorations was just so incredible that anywhere you went, you could take a good photo because, um, it's so aesthetic. Like mm-hmm. if that's, yeah, that's, yep. what, that's, what, the kids, that's <laughs> what the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> um, Insta worthy. <laughs> so that, uh, that's pretty memorable, I think, cause it was obviously my first and, just, yeah, a really well done event. And now, like, I'm so lucky um, with Chic that if I do go to events, they are happy to, to dress you and, you know, they made an effort with, you know, I could go into store and choose the outfit and they're like, no, 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 someone else is wearing that, you can't wear that. Like, And they kind of, um, you know, give you a heads up of, like, so you don't rock up and you're yeah. wearing the same thing as everyone because <laughs> right. it was obviously a Chic event, so...
3: They're doing yeah, some everyone. cool colour at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. Lots of bright suits and yeah, colour blocking. Colour blocking must be back in. It
1: is. Yeah. yeah. Suits are in, definitely. It's actually a really good tip for our event professionals that don't feel restricted to one area to have the photos because with the Chic event, it sounds like you could just take a photo anywhere and it would be amazing.
2: It was at the grounds of Alexandra in Sydney. Oh, yeah.
0: and that place is beautiful anyway, so you can look anywhere.
2: Yeah. So just flowers everywhere. They had multiple areas where there were photo setups um, because that's, you know, that's how they've prom- you know, promoting their event. You have to get photos and content and da-da-da-da. But they actually didn't put any pressure on you, which was great. They that's sort awesome. of said – and, you, you know, there were some really high oh, – I don't know, what would you call them, like high-end influencers that are, you know, like up to like two mil of like followers. Um, Do you have cameras and videographers and stuff in your face? A lot when you
3: go to an event like
2: that. This one was actually pretty low-key. They had a couple of photographers flowing around. Um, But, yeah, not a lot of video. I think uh, I was actually running late,
1: (laughs) so maybe they had them there and I missed it. Um, How has being on The Bachelor changed the way you use social media? Or has it at all? Because you're very authentic and very truthful to yourself. (laughs) I noticed that you were Brooklyn B before and now you're Brooklyn. Lerton?
3: Yeah.
2: That was actually a really hard thing to commit to because (laughs) I kind of liked, you know, people not knowing my last name. I don't know why, but it just kind of kept me in the dark still. But um, people, you know, like couldn't find me or they had trouble, you know, um, tagging me. They didn't know what to search. And yeah, so I I made that commitment to change my (laughs) name. Yeah. but who knows, They might change it back now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: back to anonom- anonymity. Yeah. Correct. That was a hard one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but I think before The Bachelor, I was just posting photos of me playing sport and running and at the beach and, like, you know, not having any intentions behind my post, you know. just This is cute. I'll post
1: this. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: you know, they weren't the best photos. So <laughs> now I guess there is a lot of things – that you have to think about when you're posting, you know, um, spelling is a huge thing <laughs> for me, is <laughs> trying to make sure that I'm putting it in the right way because sometimes I just write blabble and it doesn't make sense to anyone. <laughs> so I guess I'm a lot more aware um, of, you know, what I'm posting. Is it actually going to make um, – I don't like to use influence, but is it – meaningful or is it purposeful in any way like am I you know showing people my personality that's my biggest thing is trying to put my own touch on it that it shows my personality because I think you know a lot of people get lost in the social media world they can kind of post things that aren't really fit they don't really fit into who they are as people and then you're kind of putting on this front and you're kind of like faking it (laughs) so yeah most of my posts are definitely like <laughs> pretty silly in, in some ways yeah, they're good um, they're entertaining, and it is
3: when you meet when you meet meet you, you in real you. life.
2: Yeah, it's exactly what you see on social media, which is fantastic. I hope so. That's that's the main thing that I, I like to put across. Like even, you know, it's not a great picture of me. I still put it up. Like I don't care about looking great all the time. Not that I, I do. There are some days where I'm like, oh, well, I'm in my pyjamas, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and most of the time I live in active wear, So <laughs> that makes it kind of easy as well because that's just who I am. <laughs> do you feel like you've got a
3: responsibility
2: to young girls that – look up to you in yeah definitely um most when I look back at my sort of insights most of the young or most the age is quite young but similar age to myself as well so I think you know girls that are similar age to me what kind of messages do I want to send to them and and also you know the younger girls as well um like I don't really like to post lots of body pics, you know, I don't really post about, like, there's a couple of bikini posts, yeah, okay, I was at the beach, guys, (laughs) like, don't judge me, Um, but, you know, I don't like to post that sort of stuff, because I feel like it doesn't, it's not me, uh, in ways that I don't need to promote my body in that way, I think um, people see my personality, and, you know, I feel like, we all compare ourselves and even I'm guilty of it and I don't want girls to compare themselves to me. And, um, you know, I want them to know that I'm just a normal human being and, and I just do day-to-day life things as well, just as the same as them. Um, But, yeah, I do have this responsibility, so that's why I'm def- definitely cautious of, like, what I post. Um, it's not promoting alcohol.
3: Yeah, it's a big responsibility. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but if you suddenly were – thrown into the limelight. Like I already think I'm an influencer of my
1: 4,700 <laughs> my <career>. followers. <laughs> Every time I get a new follower, I say to everyone at work, I'm going to quit pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 522.
3: <laughs> but seriously, it must feel like, yeah, suddenly you've got something to say and a lot of people are listening and you mm-hmm. have to be – We you don't have to be. No one has to do anything but it, I think if you're a good person then you, you feel like responsible for yeah. the messaging that you're putting out there. I think in your position being um, having so many females look up to
2: you it would be a lot of pressure I would, I would feel a lot of pressure I did feel a lot of pressure at the start because it like you said it, it didn't just it wasn't a gradual process like I think I started with like you know, a fair amount of followers, but they're mostly close friends and people that I've met, like I started probably 5,000. Now I'm up to, like, almost 200,000.
0: Ma- basically. <laughs> and when
2: you think about oh it. That, You're that's, sitting that's, too close to her. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's, that's huge. That, you know, when I go to the footy, I look about how many people are at a footy ground. Yeah. Whoa. And that's times you know, four. Like there's 50,000 people in that stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you you have that many people following you and watching you. It's huge pressure but I think I'm more relaxed now because I think under people understand who I am and what I'm about and I think I don't have to prove myself I don't think I I do have that responsibility and that obligation to you know make sure that I'm sending the right messages to young girls and boys who follow me and I'm very particular about you know what kind of message that message that is I'm very in touch with culture and who I am Um, and you know I love health and fitness and all that sort of stuff and so, you know, they're the things, you know, um, mental health is a huge passion of mine. So, you know, not comparing, you know, teaching the message of not comparing, even though I'm guilty of it myself, I'll own it, you know, and own your story and own, don't be ashamed to be who you are. Like, they're the messages that I want to send. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't a gradual process. It This following came kind of overnight, really, um, as soon as the shows started airing it was like bang you're on
0: (laughs) um yeah brooke you maintain your authenticity on social media so well do how often do you say no to a company that approaches you to promote their brand when it doesn't fit with you probably more than i say yes Mm. if i'm being
2: completely honest it's um beforehand it was because i was working full-time i didn't have that capacity to be going to events or Um, attending them and because most of them it's hard as you know are over in Sydney Mm. the ones that I'm getting invited to Um, it's only been lately that um, I guess I'm attending more Perth events which is great because I love you know I can finish work and then go you know to an event which is you know it's a jam-packed day but I I absolutely love it and I think I'm very social like I'm a bit of a social butterfly but I I do have that anxiety of going in and and meeting people for the first time but the events that I choose to go to and say yes to, they're the comfortable ones, you know.
3: What's an example of a brand that you, you don't have to be specific, but that you would reject? Have you been sent the vibrators? I heard all these, all <laughs> yes. these influencers have been sent <laughs> this like particular vibrator. Yeah. Um got
2: like one? They're, they're, they're basically worded around self-love um, and I, I think it's cute. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah it's true. It. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. <laughs> not to, yeah, I'm, I shouldn't be putting. I'm not saying that you, that's something you would say no to. I just haven't seen it on your feed.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I I say no to quite a few things. Like a detox
1: tea, maybe. Yeah, I cheese. don't
2: believe in those. Um, sorry to all the tea guys, <laughs> but um, white teeth thing. Uh, white white teeth thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, "What?" I was you like, know, I didn't even notice you said that wrong. I was like, mm. <laughs> "I was
2: like
1: white teeth." And I was like, "Teeth white, like the high
2: smile." Uh, yeah, oh. any teeth whitening, I, um, you know, I go to my dentist. You know, he's pretty good. I don't
1: really say yes to
2: those and some sort of um, and products that you know I think it's you know there's so many products and stuff out there and people promoting, um. And, you know, they want you to come to the events for their product, but it's kind of like, well, I haven't tried it yet and I can't promote it or um, put it on my feed because, you know, I haven't tried it. I don't
0: know what it's like. And well, that's, <laughs> no, I think that's a really good point for small businesses or event managers who are launching a product. If you're wanting influencers to go and post from the event, it's probably worth sending a sample of the product first.
2: I think so because I, w- I want to, you know, things that, you know, I know that fit into, you know, that are healthy or um are good for you yeah if I'm passionate about the the product or I'm interested or curious about it then yeah I will definitely go and I'll I'll suss it out but I haven't been to quite a few products because I just you know I am fit other things um I'd go to other events that are I guess more aimed at you know causes or um campaigns that are you know definitely um fit into what I'm about so yeah Yeah, prioritising. yeah exactly yeah and I think I got to a Point, I had to actually write down like what are my values because you get a bombardment of things, um, events, invitations, all that sort of stuff. So you do have to be specific because if you go to something and you, you know you take a photo at a van and it doesn't really fit into, like, who you are as a person, people are going to know. that you get, like, oh, why is she there? What is she doing? Like, you know.
1: She'll go to anything. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to be known for that. Like, that's just me. And that's, you know, I'm pretty set with who I am, I guess. That's just me being a little bit more stubborn as well.
0: <laughs> and that's why you're so authentic online. And, and it, as Tam said, you can feel like you're exactly the same person yeah. in person. So
3: I think a lot of people that come off reality TV as well just – they just drop off the face of the earth after, like there's that period where everyone's looking at them and everyone's following mm. them and they're engaged and then just the forget. next season comes along and you're like, oh, I've forgotten that person's name. But with you, you stay relevant, you stay authentic and...
2: Yeah, I I know, I see that as well happen all the time. Um, like, I wonder what they, that person's doing. That, yeah. well, some
3: people become train wrecks, don't they? They start, yeah. like you see them
2: promoting things, you just think, oh. Yeah. So fake. I um it's a, a very hard world to live in, but I think I don't really want to stay relevant in ways. I don't think that's necessarily for me. I just um I'm just taking opportunities as they come, really. And taking full grasp of them. And um, you know, Sharing messages. So like, that's all really I'm all about. I don't really care about relevant. And then generally, hopefully, people will forget that I was on The Bachelor. Yeah. And then they'll just yeah. know me. Just Brooke. Um, you know, and I've, that's, I guess that's a kind of a little bit of a goal is to kind of persuade myself away from The Bachelor. Because I think that even just going on that show, I'm a lot more than what people see me for. And, um, you know, all my life I've been questioned about my Aboriginality or culturally cultural identity and I think now it's I've had to I had to prove myself back then like I am Aboriginal like what else do you want me to do like you know people constantly and now I have to prove that you know I'm more than the bachelor so again I'm in this sort of like proving stage but it's not proving for myself it's just kind of sharing who I am what I'm about messages to young girls that are watching me that sort of stuff
1: and i think your authenticity is such a good message for your followers like
2: be yourself
1: yeah because who else could you be even on the
2: ugly days yeah. like <laughs> and i say ugly like you know if you're having a bad day it's fun to get emotional or um you know and some people think oh, well, if you're having a cry don't do it on social media but i think it's really important to people see that you are vulnerable in states i've yeah. cried on national television it's no surprise to people that follow me on instagram like i've bawled my <laughs> my eyes out when I was leaving the mansion <laughs> but <laughs> but um you know it's I think you know it's not a glamorous life as what people think that it is um I do have my tough days and I guess a couple of days having are you okay man it's been tough I've had to reach into that past basket um uh, and bring up stuff that I you know don't want to bring up every day but if it's helping young people talk about something that is really difficult or something that they've had their own experiences with and, and want to be able to relate to someone, then I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, if it's going to help someone, then all good.
1: <laughs> well, Brooke, we would love to talk to you for so much longer, but we're out of time, unfortunately. Thank you so much for joining us in the Green Room. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us. Yeah, I have. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, we're seeing ladies. you at all the Perth events all the that are,
3: have purpose and... really fun yeah (laughs) yeah have sport (laughs) yeah oh yeah that's right sporting activity
1: um and if you don't follow brooke already on instagram where can people find you
2: uh it's just my name brooke it's pretty simple on instagram um on instagram yeah
1: there
3: you go
2: sweet thanks for joining
3: us in the green room thank you thanks Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye. bye see you next week bye
0: thanks for tuning in For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast.